0: Oh, no.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I am one of your co-hosts, Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, Black black Media Specialist, and All-Around Good Guy. I'm here with my partner this Friday, Mr. David Coker. Hey,
2: guys. How's everything? This is David Coker, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., marketing specialist as well, All-Around Good Guy as well, promoter. Man about town, Mister Mayor. You can call me whatever you want to, just don't call me late for dinner. I'm just gonna uh-huh. say that part. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, what's going on, partner? What's happening? <laughs>
1: hey, everything's good. You know, just uh, excited for the freaking weekend. That's about it. Yeah.
2: That's right. That's right. Let's, let's let's do the weekend. Even though uh, looks like we might have some rain over the weekend. Looks like mm-hmm. we might have remnants from the, you know, from what's going on down south. You know, so. Right. Uh, prayers out to the families. I did some pretty yeah, some terrible uh, some stuff of got man. Plan, man. Yes, man. they yeah, did. The yeah, so but you know, hopefully uh, you know we didn't lose any lives or whatever the case may be down there in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about you guys, okay. But hey, the weekend the weekend's here, and uh, you know. We're supposed to be doing a barbecue at my church on Sunday, but uh, I don't know. The rain might get us.
1: Mm. Oh, um, are, are we supposed to get some of that rain?
2: Yeah, yeah, we're supposed to. So we might have to reschedule. That's why I haven't really said a lot about it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'll make sure I put it out there if we're going to do it. So, all right. Um, so so is this
1: like a free barbecue or what is it? No,
2: it's actually a fundraiser. But, you know, we were going to, um, you know, do... You know our staples, but we, we plan on having hot dogs and chicken, and you know sausages and corn on a cob on the grill. You know. I
1: was just uh, joking when I
2: talked
1: about. All right, what was that? <laughs> uh, a uh, pop up. Oh,
2: okay. Uh, I thought you were. I thought you were being funny there. I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that, so. that 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 was a Roland
1: Martin pop up
2: oh Roland martin oh well he probably wants some barbecue definitely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but um but i if we're going to do it believe me i'll make sure everybody knows about it it depends on how 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 saturday looks and you know and what's going on because of course don't want to be outside cooking in the rain
1: so. yeah definitely not so,
2: so um but other than that everything is cool um you know the weather <laughs> the weather's been interesting really changed up on us right
1: thank you jesus hey yeah, i mean off. it's nice it's, yeah, nice. Air it's nice off. Though. yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah been cool in the mornings though um but you know the, the as the day wears on it gets pretty nice outside mm-hmm. so this if it stays just like this i'd be happy right. <laughs> you know right. you know so but but anyway um we uh oh I just want to remind people about our contest um, for our reunion show, um, our anniversary show. Why well, I say reunion? <laughs> like we, like right. we just done a TV show or something, we, <laughs> you know, whatever.
1: See, wait, wait, um, uh, season one is done. <laughs> but, one. but you know, Dave, it, it would be kind of cool to have a reunion. Can you imagine us having a, a reunion Zoom where we have all our guests in for the I mean we probably have too many guests for the year and probably get crowded, yeah. but you know yeah. we' were able to have like three or four of our guests on, and
2: well you know what we could probably you know, do that though that might be something we can do you know, see um, about
1: some updates and like what they've been up to,
2: yeah, 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 maybe maybe that is something we can do soon, okay, all right, but this is about uh this particular anniversary show we're gonna have. We're asking that you guys that listen to us all the time, our faithful listeners all around the country, we want you guys to send us a video if you're uh, telling us why you like listening to the show and why you want to co-host with us on our anniversary show. Because the video that we like the best, we're going to have you on as our co-host for our anniversary show on November the 8th. Yeah, which is our first year anniversary. So please get those videos to us um, for those that are interested and those that are not scared to come and hang out with Dave and Lynn. We're gonna have a ball. We look forward to you guys sending those videos in. So and you can reach out to us um, for those that know us personally. You can hit us on up on our inbox, uh, inboxes, or you know, text us the videos. Um, you can go to our social media pages on Facebook and also Instagram news and trends podcast um so you know you can find us just hit us up
1: okay mm-hmm.
2: all right what we're going to talk about tonight
1: yep so dave uh tonight we're going to talk about our or the top 7 most influential women in our lives or in our lives slash during our lifetime so this can be somebody who you know we know personally or and has personally interacted with or it can be somebody who has affected us from afar so you know we're gonna talk about those seven women and uh i'll let you do the honor you can go first if you want to do uh you know we're gonna two by two okay until we get to the last one
2: all right okay well i'm gonna start with my bottom half okay Uh, like i always like to go from bottom to top so not that it means that any one of these is any less than anybody else (laughs) i want to put that caveat out there Mm -hmm. but um i'm going to start with uh, my number seven person which is um my sister um I have her on the list because she's always been a person that I have looked up to, even though she probably will probably be shocked to hear that, um, because I used to give her such a hard time growing up. She's two and a half years younger than me, and and she always had to follow behind me and be Dave Coker's little sister, you know that type of thing, you know. And um, but she has always inspired me. She's always been like there for a lot of her friends and family and then people needed her. She was always there for them. She was great with kids. That was her biggest calling. She was always great with kids and always had everybody's kids all the time, watching people's kids, including my, 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 my daughter. And um, her and my daughter were like twins, <laughs> you know, they were always together and um <clears throat> They uh my sister was just, you know, somebody that kids kinda gravitated to. She never had kids of her own because she was one of these people that never wanted to have children, especially and um uh, and not be married. You know, so she never got married. So she never had kids. Um so but she was always had a bunch of kids around her all the time. And, you know, some of these people from our old neighborhood, you know, there's one particular young lady that her and this young lady just got in touch with each other again after maybe 20, 30 years without talking to each other. And you would swear they never missed a beat. You know, and this was somebody that my sister always had with her all the time, you know. So So I have to say, you know, um, first on my list, would be my sister. Okay? Got it. Um, Next, I'm going to go with a celebrity next. Um, The reason I'm going to say this person is because of the life that she lived was both an example of what God-given talent can do if you have it and you possess it but also what having demons can do to you um, within you if you possess those as well and that's Miss Whitney Houston
1: (laughs) okay I I was wondering where you're going with that
2: yeah Uh yeah yeah and uh, it's strange because I wasn't going to put her on this list but I put her on there because nobody had a voice like her. She was she was like, she was, it, it, it was like she just was created and had a voice that was just bigger than everybody else's, more polished and she could hit notes like nobody else could hit. And to have that much talent, but be so conflicted at the same time and have all that was going on within her just made for an interesting story and what can happen when you when you when you when you're on top but also what can happen when you're on top if you follow what i mean right right yeah because the fall is great you know so um looking at her story listening to her life and watching her life it's hard not to include her in a a story, I mean, you know, influential person. Um, without talking. It's not it's hard to talk about a subject like this without Whitney Houston's name being in it. You know what I'm
1: Gotcha. Saying? Gotcha. Understood.
2: Okay. So that's my that's my two to start out.
1: Okay. So I'm gonna break my list in in uh, almost half and I'm gonna do half people directly related to me, and then the other half is going to be people out of far. So with that saying, I'm going to start at the top and go to the bottom. So um, the most influential person, probably my female, um, definitely my mother, um, rest her soul. And I mean, she was just a, a great person. Now I will say, you know, she got some attitudes and, you know, she gave it to me every once in a while, but I always remember her for a couple of things. One, she was the type to give the, her, the shirt off her back. And um, luckily, my you know, even though my parents were divorced, my dad tempered me with the ride. So I never got too much of uh, too much spoiling that I, I didn't recognize being grateful or getting in trouble or getting my butt whooped. So that's one. And then two. You know, she was just so organized when she passed away. They literally she had all her stuff in a folder. Like everything I needed. And, you know, you always hear stories about, um, you know, people pass away. You can't find documents and stuff all over the place. I mean, she was just organized like that. Her checking account, you know, of course, we don't use checkbooks like that anymore. But her checking account was, like, you know, balanced every day. Her credit score was probably an 800. Like she was just that on top of a lot of things. And, uh, you know, those things I strive to be. But, you know, she was just a good person. Loved to eat out. And, you know, she had a major impact on my life. So um, definitely my most influential person. The next person, I would say, is my grandmother, um, of course, also passed away. And one of the things about my grandmother, she was definitely from the old school. Um, she considered herself a depression baby. So she was the type of person to reuse aluminum foil, like after aluminum foil, like she save it, put it to the side, rinse it off and it get used again. But, you know, she was very um, into the news, very into world events, current events Um, at dinner. We would always watch the news. Um, They always had the news on all day and, and not the entertaining news like the local news they had like the national news. And, uh, You know, now I feel like CNN is kind of entertaining, but back in the day, some of them uh, newscasters were kind of dry. But, um, you know, she just taught me a lot of responsibility as far as how important education is, legacy, wealth building, um, being cultured, being educated. You know, those were things that she was um, very stout on. You know, summertime when people were playing, I was home reading books and uh, doing book reports so, um, you know, so i I definitely uh consider her um that's my number two on my list uh most influential person to me, okay all right, let's
2: see um, I'm gonna go with my next one is another person um who would be considered, you know, a celebrity, Uh, (laughs) Miss Cecily Tyson. Um, Even when I wrote this name down, I had to laugh at myself that I was writing it down because I go back to um, middle school, and I talked about this once before when she passed away. Uh, recently they took us on a field trip to go see a movie called sounder remember a lot of us was like why are we going to see this movie nobody want to see this movie <laughs> you know
0: mm-hmm. and
2: sounder was about it was about um you know the south and you know it was a lot of prejudice involved C- cecily tyson was married and um She was married to Robert Hooks uh, and Robert Hooks Jr. played their son in the movie, you know, and, um, and it was just a coming of age story. And I just remember how spellbound most of us were when we watched this movie and just watching her act, you believe this woman was the woman. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, that was the start of a string of movies that I saw her in. And i just was just mesmerized about this woman and her acting. And but she also kind of felt familiar, you know, like she was one of your family members, right. you know, that aunt or that grandmother, you know, that 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 could look at you and make you shudder you know because of the look she gave you or that you ran from if she was going to hit you because you did something bad but then if you needed someone to love you she was that type of person as well so cecily tyson was always somebody that you know normally if there was something that she was in i always wanted to see it and i just thought she was one of the greatest actresses or actors period male or females that i ever seen in my life um and i was so glad when obama was in office that obama got a chance to put that congressional medal of honor around her neck and i don't know if you remember he was in awe of her do you remember the whole scenario when he did that he talked about he was so nervous putting this thing around cecily tyson's neck because she was one of his favorite actors of actress of all time and he just felt like he was not worthy of putting this around her neck. That's how great he, that's how much respect he had for her.
1: And so did his wife, you know? Mm-hmm. So
2: so that's my next person uh, was Cecily Tyson.
1: I was going to say real quick, it made me think of um, the Tyler Perry, Cecily Tyson thing as well.
2: Yeah. Well, he did, you know, he was, you know, that's how he felt about her too. You know that, right? Yeah, so he was totally in all. He put her in a lot of his
1: stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the first person to give her a million dollar paycheck for acting um, in 2007 for one day's work because he wanted to honor her and make up to her for how badly she was underpaid in her she career.
2: Yeah, she was treated. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She, every time she acted, Leonard, almost everything she acted in, she got, accolades for Mm -hmm. but she never made the money right that she was supposed to make and tyler would just put her in stuff and just give her money you know just give her money you know
1: must be nice from uncle tyler
2: yeah yeah but tyler also respected her so much he thought she was the greatest thing on earth you know so um he employed her all the way up until she died you know that right right like, she did about five or six of his movies, you know. So um, my next one, <laughs> speaking of the Obamas, Michelle Obama, uh, I had to put her on my list. What can you say about the former first lady or forever first lady? She handled position with class. She was smart. And she was very involved. She wasn't a someone that just had the title of First Lady. She was the first lady. Um, she's fierce. Um, you know, she's gonna come out with a new book. But then she was just like one of us too, because you've seen her doing stuff that you would never see first ladies normally do. How mm-hmm. jumping rope and cutting right. up I used to love the stuff like she would show up on Jimmy Fallon's show just do be doing stupid stuff on Jimmy Fallon show, you know, and dancing and all of that kind of stuff. You just never you never expected that from a first lady. But she, she. Anytime you see her and like when you see her on TV, do you stop to see
1: what she's saying? Michelle Obama. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times. <laughs>
2: I stop all the time because I want to hear what she has to say, you know, because most of the time it's going to be something that you want to hear. You know, well, all the time. I ain't going to say most of the time. I'm going to say all the time it is. So um, it'd be, look, She when they were talking about uh, a couple of years ago, she might be running for president. I was all in, man. <laughs> you know, I was all in because I, if anybody could do that job, she could do it.
1: Yeah, I think. You I know, mean, she, she definitely qualified educationally and professionally. Yeah,
2: that's right. She definitely could
1: do that job. She definitely could. Oh, Dave, you you think these Trumpsters are upset now? Oh, Jesus! Oh, yeah. But but uh, you know, but but how the right disrespected her during her time in office was was a shame yeah. too. Just some yeah, of the stuff they was. said and about and did. her
2: and, and and him too. Yeah, they did. You know, so you know, but you know, it doesn't matter because. Like like I said when I started that she's gonna be our forever first lady and y'all they can talk about her all they want to. We know how great she is. Right. So. Okay, so that's my number four there.
1: Okay. Um, so I'll piggyback <laughs> off Michelle Obama. Um, you know, kind of like I was saying, you know, I think she's a phenomenal person. Um, and I think she was a great role model. So, you know, I think, you know, so right now with, with all the um the, uh, you know, the the talk regarding the Little Mermaid and all those videos <laughs> yeah. that, that little black girls did were like, you know, mommy, she looks like me. You know, I think Michelle Obama was that original figure where when she got elected, and I mean, you know, Barack too, so it was a kind of like a team, a power couple, but, you know, I feel like that was one of the times when little black girls... Black girls in general can look up to her and know that, you know, I guess, one, that family structure is possible. And then two, you know, there can be a first lady in the White House who is not just like a trophy. You know, she's educated. You know, um, a lot of people always say, you know, Barack Obama always says, you and I mean, I know he jokes when he says that's his better half. But, you know, she is just as educated as he is um you know i think if, just if not more if yeah, not yeah, more right right if mm-hmm. not more what you say they, they met in law school so like you you yeah, all yeah, know she yeah, ain't no chump yeah. so you no know I, right so um, ivy league
2: ivy league law right. school right. on top
1: of that yeah right so, so you know i just hmm. feel she went more the community route he went more the political and you know that's just kind of how it ended up but you know just a great role model and she was she was a black woman like she wasn't you know, a black woman who didn't act black. Like, you know, she she looked like she wanted to you should give some of the people a piece of her mind, but she had, yeah, you know, more tolerance. Yeah, tyrants.
2: they tried to take out her character a few times. They tried. They tried.
1: And I already know behind the scenes, I know she was like, you know, that lady say something else to me. I'm like, smack her. Like, I, like, I already know there were those type of conversations in the back. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I, I'll yeah. say Michelle Obama for just, you know, being the role model she was. Right. The next person that's I'm going to
2: gonna... that's, that's interesting. We both had her at the same spot.
1: That's interesting. Well, well, I asked, well, I mean, I really didn't have an order well, for these, but since of, course, you said oh, it...
2: yeah, of course you were going to, of course, of course you were not going to say, but it came up at the same time. Let's
1: put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can you give me that? Can you give me that? All right, Dave, you got it. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. All right. So my next person is going to be Kathy Hughes. And the reason why I like Kathy Hughes, um, you know, CEO and founder of Radio One is because, you know, not only do I remember hearing stories like, you know, when she first started her business, um, you know, she didn't have a place to stay. And I think she said her and her daughter, I can't remember, but definitely her, she would sleep on her office floor. You know, that's how tight money was, which I think everybody in business can kind of, you know, relate to that at some point. But, you know, why I like her and she's influential to me is because she took one radio station starting in D.C. and grew that into a network of radio stations all over the country and then spun off into TV one. And you know, just being syndicated with all the stations and the networks. And, you know, I like that personally because, you know, David, my business, DelawareBlack.com, that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to expand the websites to multiple different cities and have one large network. Now, granted, you know, that that's hard to do. I ain't make it like I wanted to, but you know, I just I like how she did that and, yeah. you know, being a Granted, black woman, you know. Doing it, you know, I mean, it was just impressive. And I think it set the blueprint for a lot of people who, you know, white or black who All wanted right, to. With... What do you say? Can you hear me? Uh-oh. Dave, can you hear me? It's still there. Yeah. Can you hear me?
2: Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, okay. Man,
1: okay. Yeah. All right. Hold on. So what, was that me or you? Uh, uh, you froze. Oh, okay. Cause, cause you froze on my yeah. mind, But, um, so just to recap, um, Kathy Hughes. I like how she expanded from one radio station to, you know, all across the country. She got a TV network as well, and you know that was just kind of role model for what I wanted to do too.
2: Okay, all right. I'll tell you a quick story about that. As far as the, what you just about Kathy Hughes, I never forget. I uh, this was like during the Early 2000s, I think, or late.
0: Yeah.
2: 2000s, think um, I'm on a train. Going to visit a friend of mine in Rhode Island. <laughs> and she's
0: probably
2: listening because she, uh, cause she, uh she, the train was packed. Um, train came up from D- DC. And it wasn't many seats. And I ended up sitting with this young lady. Um, and, and, you know, it turned out, you know, we knew some of the same people, because she knew some people in Delaware. And she asked if I knew them and so forth. And I said, oh, yeah, I know that person. I know this person. So we just really kind of hit it off. Um, then she, I, you know, we would talk. I said, "Well, where are you on your way to?" She said, "I'm going Pride." I said, "Oh, okay." And so she started telling me about. It. She said, "Well, first of all, have you ever listened to or heard of Radio One?" Uh, now, Radio One at that time was around, but it hadn't reached the status that it reached later on. You know what I mean? But I knew of Radio right. One. Right. Okay. At the time, it was still mainly down in D.C. area and some other small markets and so forth. So I was like, "Okay," I said, yeah, I heard of. She said, well, my sister is Kathy Hughes. I said, Kathy Hughes. And I said, isn't that the person that started Radio One? She said, yes. And I said, oh, okay." And she said, well, we're getting ready to launch um, this new project where we're going to actually do something called on TV called TV One. And she said, I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know if it's going to last that long. I don't know if we're ready to launch it into TV yet. But that's what this meeting's all about, because we're going to sit down and try to figure out how we're going to get into the television market. And I just kind of chuckled, and I said, well, good luck with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the time, I was like, uh, well, you know, Oprah was, you know, the black woman on TV. Right. And, you know, and I was like, uh, or can I remember asking? I said, "Are y'all teaming up with Oprah or something?" You know, to make sure it's going to work. <laughs> you know, whatever. She said,
0: nah we
2: want to be able to make it work." Lord, little did I know they made it work. So yeah. So uh, anyway, all right. So. Wait. Okay, you did your two right. Or Kathy, who's the second? one, Okay. All right. So my next two, well, I just <laughs> uh, Oprah Winfrey. We can't have a we can't have a list without I have Oprah on here. Right. You know, okay. you know, Oprah was. Did you see the articles that it, there was somebody questioning Oprah's blackness? Oh, young Miami.
1: Did you hear no. about that? Uh huh.
2: Talking about she 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 indicated Oprah wasn't black. You know,
1: based on what, and
2: people jumped all. People jumped all over. I mean, I'm sure that <laughs> you know, saying how how could you say that? You don't know her history. You don't know where she came from. You know, you see what the finished product is, but you didn't see how Oprah came up. They jumped all over that girl, man. You know, but Oprah, of course, for people that know her story, you know, Oprah, she worked. She 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 put in the work. You know, you know, I know everybody, you know, talks about, you know, how rich she is and so forth and so forth. But Oprah put in the work and there was a lot of time that she was overlooked. She didn't get the money that she should have got when she first started coming up. You know, um, she was too dark. She was too fat. There was a lot of stuff that was said about Oprah coming up. You know, she was too ethnic. You know, they try to change her look all the time. But Oprah that you know if if you haven't said to yourself that she isn't the measuring stick for all you know news media and so you know even social media and all that mm-hmm. stuff she was it she that was oprah Winfrey she started it all and and she's been you know when nobody was able to get those top entertainers to come on their show like Oprah would and interview them and all of that kind of stuff so Oprah you got to take your hat off to Oprah Oprah is definitely you know she definitely belongs on any influential list okay uh, my next one my grandmother I, you've heard me talk about my grandmother in the past we, right. we uh, you know she wasn't an educated person Um, I think she dropped out of school I think my mother told me when she was in the 6th or 7th grade somewhere around there Um, she raised uh, 10 children Um, the best way she knew how she never complained she did whatever she had to do for her family and everybody just loved her And she, you know, she believed in family. She wanted her family to be together. And she made sure we all knew each other. I got a mother's side of family is a very large family. When I was coming up, we were always around each other. Unfortunately, I can't say that now because I have a lot of cousins I don't know, a -hmm. lot of family members I don't know because it's a whole different day and time. We're not close like that. You know, The core group that I came up with, we're all still very close. But that younger group, I can't say I know everybody. But if my grandmother was alive, (laughs) she would make sure we did. You know, um, because she just wanted, she just believed in family. She wasn't a hugger. She wasn't a kisser. She wasn't that type of person. But you knew she loved you. And she knew you knew she cared about you and she would do anything in the world for you. So I have to say my grandmother was the next
1: person on my list. Gotcha. I'm just, uh, well, I was about Mm -hmm. to say you only get one, but sometimes you get two or three, but yes. I only had one. And that's Mm -hmm. the thing
2: Uh, that one though was enough, you know, where you're supposed to have like, you know, that, you know, four, you know, grandparents. Oh Yeah. Yeah, technically, I only had one grandparent my whole life, and that was her.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, But go ahead. Okay, so my next one, so I'm going to piggyback off of Oprah. And, and you know, kind of the same, you know, Oprah was such a trailblazer. Um, she was the first African-American daytime talk show host. And she dominated that that position for so many years, you know, which, which is hard to believe. It's like, OK, uh, you know, almost like what made Oprah different when she came in, that she could command all these white stay at home moms, you know, watching TV and, you know, just be one of the top, you know, just just the top. And, um, you know, of course, she she went to HBCU, so she definitely black. I remember her telling stories about her mom combing her hair with the hot comb. So she definitely black. <laughs> and um, but you know, just kind of kind of like what you said, you know, she was the blueprint for any black talk show that came up after that. And you know, of course, spinning over to, to social media too. And then, you know, she's a she's a billionaire. So, you know, like yeah. when we when we yeah. talk about self-made. You know, she didn't have she didn't she didn't get that small loan of a million dollars from her, uh, her her dad. You know, she literally started, and I won't say poverty, but I mean it might have been middle income or low income. But you know, she made everything she has via her talents, which is you know just impressive.
2: Yeah, yeah, and uh, you'll never see another career like that. I mean, right. she did it all. Yeah,
1: she did it all, and she then,
2: was hmm? she was look, she was our sister girl, <laughs> right. you know, you know, yeah. But go ahead,
1: yeah. And then my next person is uh, one of my swim coaches when I was in middle school, maybe even elementary school. I, I don't even remember what the age range was, but I did remember when I first started swimming, Dave. I was horrible my first year, horrible. Um, I don't know if you've been to. Any competitions where the last person – well, they do it in track sometimes. The last person will get clapped in. Like, they'll clap them in as they finish in because yeah. they're like
2: – Yeah, um, I've seen uh, – yeah, track uh,
1: definitely. Yeah, so so my, my first season swimming, I used to get clapped in a lot because I was just that far <laughs> behind, <laughs> you know. And so, I mean, luckily with swimming, you know, you don't hear it all until you touch the wall and lift your head up and people are like finishing their clap and you're like, Oh Lord, like that, I, I got mm-hmm. clapped in, but i remember. And, and, you know, I think this is one of the great things about influential people is sometimes we forget that we're not the only ones. And I say that in terms of, you know, even that year I was horrible. And after, after that year, I got so much better, but she was always positive. You know, you did a great job, you know, you dropped time, you did this. And then of course she's talking about, okay, like your stroke, you need to be doing this and this don't breathe every stroke. And, you know, it, it really, and I mean, she, she was a white lady, but it really made me feel like I was the only swimmer on the team, you know, like, I always think it's great coaches who can kind of make everybody feel special in their own way. So um, that's why I always remember her because, you know, she literally made me feel like I was the only swimmer on the team. And it just felt good because without that, I probably would have I would have wanted to quit. My dad probably wouldn't let me quit, but I probably would have wanted to. And so I think those are my two. And then I guess I guess you got your last one and I got my last one.
2: Right. Okay. All right. My last one, uh, of course, has to be my mother. Um, I know you mentioned yours already, but um, I had to put her at the top. Um, She was just my everything. She was my inspiration. She was my uh, role model. I wanted to be who she was. And, um, you know, she was, I talked about her mother not having a uh, higher than a sixth or seventh grade education. Well, my mother was the exact opposite. My mother graduated from high school at 16 years old and uh, was working as a domestic at the time when uh, the person she worked for wanted to pay for her college education. Um, but being the in the middle of 10 children My grandmother said that she couldn't go to college. She had to work because they needed the money. So she never did get a chance to go to college. My mother was a very bright person, very smart. Um, She basically raised me and my sister. um, Well, she became a single mother when I was about 11 years old because her and my father separated. And um, she basically raised us and um, she taught us life lessons. Um you I know we you know, you're a parent, you're a parent, you have young children, um, you know, and you have a blended family. And, you know, I know you and your wife tried to teach those lessons that you want the kids to, you know, learn and grow with but the kids don't receive them the way you want them to these days. Right.
1: Yeah. In fact, and, I always like to quote, it's like parents nowadays try to make their life easier and which is making their life harder because they don't have the skills, right. but
2: they don't have the skills. Yeah. And they don't have survival skills, you know, and, um, You know, everything, you know, so when something doesn't go, when something goes off the beaten path with kids these days, they panic because they don't know what to do. Um, My mother made sure we knew what to do. Um, She, you know, she just made sure that everything that we needed to know about life, she told us about. Now, whether we followed the directions, that was a different story. But she told us, Mm -hmm. you know um and she was like your mom too everything when she passed away there was an envelope i mean there was a folder everything was in (laughs) it you know right she wrote she pretty much put planned her funeral everything was in there i mean i mean it was just crazy all my all we had to do was just open it um she she was definitely my hero definitely and I couldn't ask I couldn't ask to be born to a, any different woman other than her. So that's
1: my all time. Gotcha, right there. Okay, um, the last person I'm going to say is uh, my wife Yolanda, and you know she is truly a um, a go getter. So, you know, it, it's it's always funny because when you're an entrepreneur, you think you're working hard until you meet that next person working hard. And you're like, damn, like I ain't working hard enough. And she's one of those people who all, is always working, always thinking ahead. And, you know, I appreciate that because I think, um, you know, you need to be around people who are always pushing you. And, you know, she, she definitely pushes me. I don't always go. But you know, as far as being like an influence and um and plus she's very intelligent, but you know, just being an influence and be able to motivate, you know, kind of put things in action, forward thinking, forward planning, you know, she's definitely the one. So um I appreciate her for that. And uh, you know, she's a big influence on my life as well.
0: Look at the letter.
2: Yep. Putting, putting wifey out there like that yeah. now uh, you gotta make sure she listens then you gotta make sure she listens <laughs> to the show so she can hear that <laughs> well, well I, I
1: well i i had to wait till next time she's mad at me and i will be like look listen this to this it <laughs> now oh yeah
2: you gotta have some strategy about this right yeah. you gotta have some strategy about this thing right right so, well i want you to listen to this and you can see how i feel about you Don't mm-hmm. just listen to it okay of course, she ain't. You know, she probably turn it off halfway before she gets to it. You know, right. <laughs> you know. But but Leonard is right, y'all. Uh, Yolanda is a go getter, and she is somebody that definitely, you know, she <laughs> you can you can grab her coattail and you can go somewhere. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. she's that type of person. So, but uh, way way to go, Leonard. Way to big up your wife there. Okay? All right. All right.
1: That's, that's what you got to yeah. do. Cause, cause that's you know, what you got to do, right? Yeah. You know, if you don't, you'd be in the doghouse. And you got to eat. Yeah. And sleep. And
2: wake com- up. Look, yeah. And wake up. That's the right. most important thing right there. And wake up. Yeah. You yeah, got to be yeah. Come.
1: Com- like, have you seen that meme on social media where there's a guy and it's a close up of him sleeping? And it said, I finally want to fight with my wife. Oh, uh, yeah. And, yes, and then it zooms that. out yeah. and he's like on the sidewalk sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That
2: was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, but this is this is where we are. But um, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard us give our top seven um, influential people, um, you know, of our lifetime. Um, and as you can see, we had a mixture you know, people that everybody knows and then people we personally have relationships with. Um, you want to send your list, your list of what uh, those people, oh, and I should say women, okay, women of our lifetime. Um, if you guys want to uh, send your own personal list, let's go ahead and send it to us. We'd love to see what you would have to say about your list. After all, this is the weekend roundup. And, you know, this is the time to send these type of, do these type of shows and, and have fun with it. So thank you for taking the time to listen to us. Um, join us on uh, Tuesday. Um, we uh, plan to have a guest. Our first pastor um, will be joining us. Uh, pastor of my church, actually. Pastor Alan Jones should be hanging with us on Tuesday and uh, should be real interesting so please take the time to join in don't forget about our contest and our anniversary show november the 8th please send those videos to us so we can go ahead and try to figure out who's going to be our co-host that day okay leonard you got anything you want to add before we sign off
1: um you know i just want to wish everybody a great weekend um i do want to just call attention to. Any of our Delaware people, or actually anybody listening, period, There is the a Delawarean on this season's um, Hell's Kitchen. So, you know, if you get a chance next Thursday, 8 o'clock, make sure you watch. He was on last night. Um, I'm not going to give no spoilers, but um, just make sure you watch and keep up.
2: Well don't making um yeah, making they, big news. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know I didn't know they had one on Hell's Kitchen. i I have to check that out. But yes. you saw the guy, the person that was in the finals on yep, big brother. Big brother, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah he, from he, Delaware, he almost well. had it.
1: He almost yeah. had it.
2: That's what, yeah, I know. I heard I heard he was right there, man. Well he you know right what? There. Um
1: when they got to the final three, he won the competition and mm-hmm. he could select who he went to the finals with. If there was a black girl. And there was a white guy, and yeah, I, mean, I
2: saw I saw the three of I saw the three of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so he picked the black girl, and to be honest, I didn't think she'd get all the votes she got, but she did. But I mean, if he had picked the white guy to go to the finals, I mean, you know, might have been a little different.
2: And the black girl won, right? She did. Yeah, where
1: was she from? I'm not, uh, I'm not sure.
2: Okay, all right, but I just remember I was like, oh, okay, because I when I, I think it was last week or two weeks ago when I heard that he was from Delaware, and I was like, oh, okay. Where tried he from? <laughs> That's what I was saying to myself. <laughs> Where from? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean,
1: you know, he, he's young. He went to the University of Delaware. I think he's only been out I know. I
2: saw that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a young guy. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I was trying to figure out who his family was or whether his family was from here, but I don't think his family's uh, from Delaware.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, so, um,
2: but yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Delaware doing big things, y'all okay Mm
0: -hmm.
2: so so um but anyway uh make sure you definitely tune in with us on tuesday and we thank you again for listening to our show tonight and we'll talk to you then have a great weekend okay